Sir, so, what's doing? I think I want to try to do a podcast. A what? What's that? Well, I, well, I talk about what I do during the day and maybe conversations. Oh, because I never heard that term. So what do you put it on the internet? Yeah. Yeah, too but, bad I don't have it. I never heard that term before. What is the name again? A podcast. Pot, cast, P-O-T? P-O-D, C-A-S-T. All right, I never heard that term. Thank Wade. Uh, music, first time trying with music. This is The Mild Adventures of Fred Stoller. I'm Fred Stoller. That was my mother. And she doesn't know what a podcast is. I sort of don't know it either. The people I'm going to introduce in a minute, um, I was just telling them what a podcast is. A Amber, podcast would pod, have been interesting. Well, they do have that, Doug Benson. <laughs> Amber Tozer, to the right of me, she will help me. You, so this is the part what I learned is yeah. you do plugs. You do tour dates in the beginning. I don't have any. I have none. No, but... But I'm hoping when this comes out that I don't know when it's going to come out. But I, my book, maybe we'll have you back, which you can have. The it life looks of great. perennial TV guest star is going yeah. to come out in paperback. So I'm going to be at Barnes and Noble in Santa Monica, a uh, bookstore in Santa Barbara. So you just plugged a lot of Sa Santas. Yeah, that's so, good, baby. And my Kindle single, my Seinfeld year about writing on Seinfeld for a season, and I, 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 I. I, I I'm having a little OCD because I can tell stories, then I'm going to introduce. But you're connected to all so many stories, Mitzi, I, I, because you were a guest on Seinfeld when I was a cow. And I'll tell you what that means in a minute. Cow. Okay. Wait a minute. Let me see if I can figure it out. C, it's it's a C. It, it, is it an anagram? I mean a C? No, no, no. Basically, I was a writer one season on Seinfeld and on tape nights. You're like cows moving over to Jerry's apartment, moving oh, on, yeah, and you're yeah, like cows. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah, yeah, and right. you don't do anything, just walk. Yes, right, right, right. And and people go, what did I do? And I I, I didn't know. So, um, but basically, so you two, I, I'm going to do a long intro of all the great things. But Charlie Brill and Mitzi McCall, seminal, grown up, all my favorite talk shows, game shows, sitcoms, everything. And I'm so thrilled you came to the studio. You yes. slept here. It's all things comedy. They set it up. Now, I do have a... Um, I could shut this. I do, I bought an H6, whatever that is. To, so if people don't want to come here, yes. and I'm too afraid to watch the tutorial, to take it out of the box, because I'm, I have anxiety with anything technical. You have anxiety? <laughs> I know. Wait a minute. This is the wrong phrase. Uh, no, what story. a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I get overwhelmed easily. And I'll tell you why, because I, I, I'm, I'm explaining what podcasts are. Basically... It's what we're doing. We talk. And if you're very famous, which I'm not, then people listen to it. But you try. You just get delusional. You think you have something interesting to say. Uh -huh. And well, you my, sure had the right people on. Yeah. And I, my book's about quirky, seminal character actors or adventures. And you just on the phone the other day had a bunch that were amazing. And yeah. I'll, I'll bug you to do them. So so there was there's so many. I try to be a nice guy and say yes to podcasts. 
but I can't anymore unless they're real friends or one I know people are going to listen to because you again you schlepped to someone's apartment downtown and no one listens to it and the dog is running around uh-huh. or or someone on Facebook reaches out get me PETA on yeah, one yeah <laughs> my dogs I, I feel this no, and then, oh, then you go someone on Skype which I don't know how to do uh-huh. and it turns out there's some guy in their apartment they want to talk to me a teenager what Selena Gomez was like pretending they have a podcast ah, or uh-huh. just ridiculous so okay so that 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 digital thing yeah this guy I'm trying to be a nice guy mm-hmm. and I go all right where do you live he goes no 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 well I'll go to you and I go oh, great I didn't know it was because he was down and out he was homeless I won't say who his name is oh. but but just any guy with this this thing could have a podcast right so we I go oh we'll meet at the the chicken place Cause that way I don't eat a meal alone. I'm always eating alone. <laughs> you, you go to yeah. Studio Cafe, you, you I know. I go to Studio Cafe. Yeah. I, uh, we're married 55 years. So you like eating so alone. I never did anything alone. Oh, right, well. Uh, Nothing alone. Wow. Well, yeah, I that, hope not. <laughs> that, well, the, the polar opposite of me. So, so we're sitting in this restaurant, and right away I'm easily embarrassed. He's banging the table and cursing and spitting at it. God, God damn it, this isn't working. And I go there. So then he stops the waitress and says, do you have batteries? And I'm embarrassed, you know. Mm-hmm. And she go, we don't sell batteries. Go, you gotta have a box back there. This is a restaurant. So so, so I, I, I don't wanna be this guy. So he says his credit card got turned off because they made a mistake. So I, I lent the money, he ran to CVS in the rain, came back oh. with batteries. And then I, I paid for the check, you know. Yes. And all this for a podcast no one listens to. And then, <laughs> and then he texts me saying, um, Hey, the batteries didn't work. Let's do it again. This time, I'll pay for the meal, and I. I so oh, I. God. So that's what how, I would be. How did you end up paying for the like? What well, was that g- like when he? Well, when I already knew. Came. Well, I felt sorry for him. He was telling me about living in a van and this hard luck story, and already I knew that the credit card was shut off with the uh, batteries. So I went. Uh, I'm just. I'm too nice a guy, and. And you can never be too nice. No. Well, yeah. yeah. No. Well, you do when you agree like to do all these rich, sizzle you know, reels, and yeah. no, when people take advantage or you just you, I, 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 before. Okay, one last story. Then the big introduction is going to come. Sometimes, I, I got better at saying no to projects, you know, because I want to have goodwill, even with people you think are in the business. Like, all right, I'm doing this dumb thing for free or for a hundred dollars. The lesson I learned is. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Because any good goodwill you do, being talked into something you don't want to do, will be erased because you'll have a shitty attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the contempt I, shows yeah, yeah. that I got talked into doing something I didn't want to do. And you won't do it good. Yeah, the contempt comes through. I go, what am I doing here? And the, so, so, so I learned to just say no better. Okay, and I thought I thought the shtick will be a, have a, a a story, but I got to get to the guest quicker. See, I'm learning as I go. This that's fine. And that's uh, that's why they have you know uh, trial runs or delete yeah, or erase. editing. Editing. No, I don't want to edit with this. I think was that that bad? I'm doing it again. It's it's no, it's it's, t- it's it telling great, the climate right. of why I'm so happy you're here at this little this studio. Uh, my name is Mitzi McCall, and this is my <laughs> husband, Charlie Brill. Yes. Yeah, now these guys are awesome to have. Not only do they have some of the best showbiz stories, and mm. we, we know each you're other. I can't judge. believe you thought I I don't remember you. We worked together. I, I, I'm always fawning over you. I worked with you a few times. Yes. And I've seen, okay, the, the show. Because no, I'm uh, you with lipstick, okay? <laughs> I, I am, I'm exactly like you. That's why I 
fell, I actually fell in love with you. That's a showbiz term, which means I liked you a great deal. Love is like a whole other thing. Oh, okay? and I saw. I also learned when I was doing stand-up, groupie doesn't mean what groupie sounds like. Some women come up to me and Gilbert Gottfried, we want to be your groupies. And Gilbert goes, good, you're going to fuck us? I, I hate to be so crude, but you're allowed. That was Gilbert. I was quoting Gilbert, and uh -huh. then they, they, they got all mad. So Gil, Gilbert mean, groupie means if you're people like me and Gilbert Gottfried, hey, we, we, we like you. We follow you. We like you. They, okay, they well, that's fans. how I felt about Fred Stoller. Right, they were fans. I was a writer on a show called, uh, no, I wasn't a writer. I played Carol Liefer's mother. On a show called All Right Already. All Right Already. And um, we had the, the great fortune of having Fred Stoller. Play a nebbishy cousin, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, if you could imagine. Carol's. Can you believe that? Hypochondriac, annoying. Place. Yeah. Okay, now get this. So the script was long, you know, it, you, you know and, and Fred was sitting in the they writer's kept changing, room. They kept changing the lines. Yeah, we kept changing the lines. That's true. And okay. I had a big part, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, you had a great part. Wow. You were wonderful. And and Carol Liefer loved you from already Seinfeld because she used to be a writer on Seinfeld. Yeah, and I knew her from stand-up in New York. And you knew her from stand. Okay, so he was already welcomed with open arms. And uh, so now... He has his script, and he goes, wait a minute, what comes first? Does this come first? I sound like <laughs> your mother now. What's a podcast? Uh, you know, uh, I, no, this doesn't, no, see, I think this, and, and finally, oh, I. Oh, you help me collate it. A, a, a me, you don't understand what a schlep I am, that I even know the word uh, collate is, is totally astounding. <laughs> and that means put your pages together in the order, one, two, three, four, you know, like that. So I collated Fred Stoller's script. Wow. And we, who were the supporting players of this show, made a little decision right then and there that we loved Fred Stoller. Because you collated my script? Not because I collated, because you're funny and you're schleppy <laughs> and you're hysterical. Yeah, you're yeah. wonderful. You know, it's uh, talk about not knowing words. This is how... Stupid, I, I shouldn't say I'm stupid, but th this will prove okay, it. Okay, I'll say it. You're stupid. I had a voiceover <laughs> audition callback. They said, could you do it again, but more falsetto? And I don't want to say, I don't know what that means. I know that's a term. So I go, oh, yes. right, all right. Do you mean like like um, when you say, um, could you, I was going, could you give me another word? I know other uh, words. Uh, the Bee Gees. I, the yeah, Bee Gees. yeah, higher. I, yeah. I think I figured it out. <clears throat> so you guys, okay. Besides having some of the greatest stories and just... So far, like, if I were listening to this podcast, go, I'd have turned it off. All right. So great? What's so great? No, well, we're not so great. Well, I haven't done the big, all the credits. I haven't well, done all the credits. Silk Stockings. Yes. yes Seinfeld. Yes. yes. Pebbles and Bam Bam. Oh, yes. Ed I, Sullivan. Mm, that was good. Um, okay. So much voiceovers. I hate World's great. Wait, what, how about I say 50, de 55 decades of showbiz working? I know, working. but I yeah. hate living in the past, so I already just No, but I said World's Greatest Dad. That was Bobcat. That was recent. You oh, know, all yeah, these things. Well, was. I guess Seventh Heaven. I mean, no, five yeah, decades yeah. meaning you're keeping it going. It's yeah. and, you're, and you're married, and you're still married. We are. That's amazing. People well, ask us the secret of being married 55 years. And? What is it? We see other people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you applauded that for Well, it? I don't know. And you I, applauded it? Well, no. well okay, sorry. so what? I'm well, insanely jealous. I am. 
He doesn't you look are? good today. Oh, I'm like crazy. I'm thinking like he's looking at you. You're so cute. Oh, please don't don't discuss it. I have problems. Uh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I think she, now, Charlie. What's sorry? Oh, I wanted to. How are you guys with each other's success? Are you like I feel like sometimes when could performers. I could I interrupt one second? Uh, when I was a writer in Seinfeld, she did a guest spot and he sat no, there I, in the I audience. No, I didn't do a guest spot. Yes, you did on Seinfeld. No, not a, not. Oh, on Seinfeld, yes. yes. Oh, and I'm you sorry, sat in the audience. Yeah. And it was like a six-hour taping, and you went, Chicky, is it okay? Am I? You're sitting through it, so you... That's of course. Uh, I'm happy for her. We're, we're part of each other. That yeah. Is so I, on the other hand, when he got that part on Silk Stockings, he was the police captain, you know, with... Uh, I don't know if you remember that show, but it was, it was young, was, gorgeous people. Uh, Rob Estes, do you remember him? Uh -uh. Uh, uh, well, you're young. But all the girls were gaga over him, you know? And there were gorgeous girls in and out and this. And I was happy that he had this job. He was uh, the police captain, Lipschitz, Captain Lipschitz. 122 episodes I saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I was very, very happy for him. But then there was a part of me that had to go on the set all the time and go, don't go close. <laughs> Don't go close or I'll break your arms. I'm not getting the... She said that to the women. Yeah. The guest oh. arms. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. Don't get close to my husband. I'll break your arms. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, so just jealous in that way, not career-wise. No, 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 no yeah. not career-wise. No. 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 But, I'm his biggest fan. Well, let me tell you about Silk Stockings, how we're similar, but... We're not. No, yes. no. You recognizable your whole career, and your and my whole book is about being a foster child, going from show to show, wanting to be kept on, work, w walking on eggshells, being the guest. Yes, yes. And you didn't get with all your success a regular job till you were fifty-five. That's yes. right. And I'll tell you what's so inspiring about that. And I played that. his wife on the show. Uh huh. I saw that. Yeah. The thing is, I was going wow. Then I go, wait a minute, but I, I passed that. I'm older than that. <laughs> so it's like when I was younger. You know the movie Marty? I keep referring to you as the young woman here. That was a, uh, a, uh, a classic Academy classic. Award movie with uh, Ernest Borgnine as a lonely guy. And I remember all my life being inspired. Well, Marty didn't find true love till he was 34. I still have hope. Then all of a sudden, I'm way past Marty. I you know? know. And all of a sudden, Marty's a youngster. Marty surpassed me. And so so if I never become a regular, even though I pass the 55 when it's really old to be that, it's good as long as I'm having fun. Sure, of course. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And you know something really and truly, because I'm the senior member here, it is just, it's all about... Mm, Loving what you do, coming here to Raleigh Studios and just sitting here and dishing and talking. Yeah. And, if, and if something swell happens, good. Charlie, you haven't said one fucking word. He has. <laughs> Did I have a chance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fred Stoller and Mitzi yeah, McCall. Do I have a chance? No, honey. Okay. I already surrendered oh. that I'm going to be real quiet. Yes. Well, well, all right, tell me. We worked on Suddenly Susan. <laughs> yes. And uh, that was classic because it was Joan Rivers. I was her Tommy husband. Tommy Smothers. Yeah. you believe it? Kathy Griffin. Yeah. And I'll tell you something. Um, I don't know if you guys worked with Joan Rivers in your career. Um, we were friends with Joan okay. Rivers in our career. Uh, to be honest, I was nervous meeting her because I thought she'd be this whiny, pampered, you know, mm -hmm. no. uh, woman, you know, who's into like the fashion. She mm -hmm. couldn't have been sweeter. Mm -hmm. She couldn't have been more accessible. It was one of the thrills meeting her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And back then they didn't have these self, you know, these eye. Uh, phones and I told her and suddenly Susan I played a gay guy and 
And my mother, she goes, Freddie, you were a gay. And, and she, she and jo, I told that to Joan Rivers. Go, give me your phone. I want to call your mother. Say she should be proud of you. Oh. And and I didn't have her number memorized. Oh, so God. imagine Joan Rivers calling my mother. Yeah, but I can imagine. Yes. Can, can you call a woman a mensch or is that men? But no, she was I don't a mensch. No, both. she's a mensch. Yeah, she, she was. was a mensch. I again, I had a bad feeling about her. So you kept telling me how neurotic I am. That, yes, Fred. That, that you mm -hmm. go one day you'll be in the program. I'm sorry if I shouldn't say that, but uh, you. Oh, was, you broke his anonymity. Sorry. You, mean that he's we, in you AA. want me to erase no, it? No, you're, but, you're uh, not supposed to discuss that. Not AA. That. Just the twelve-step program. Me twelve too. Step okay. Program. But but you you kept Seven saying years. you're going to be part of the program, and I'm going, but I don't drink. But but we had the same issues about like the few being a guest star guy, a perennial. When you finally get your shot, you're afraid you'll get a flu, or you'll you won't have sleep <laughs> the night before. You'll be dizzy. So you were saying you have trouble sleeping, yes. and in San Diego, the light had to be a certain way. Uh -huh. Yes. About that. And I had to put and I put uh, toilet paper in my ears. So I wouldn't hear anything, and I had a, were there? I had a sleep mask, and I put the pillow over my head because <laughs> the light in San Diego was different than Los Angeles. <laughs> That's where Angeles. they shot. And, and a lot of a times fetish. I I didn't sleep a lot of times, uh -huh. but but oh. I I conquered that. See, I, my anxiety was what if I get to the set my first day and I have no sleep, like I'll be plopping down, they'll be holding me up. Yes. You get through it. I learned even if you only have two hours sleep. But I used to get again because you're the guest. Now, did you get more secure when you weren't a guest? When you had more liberty? Oh sure. You know, hey, oh, you're yeah. a regular. So you I was on that show for eight years. Wow. And I I had great confidence. Yeah. And I loved the set, and I oh, loved the actors, the and set. I loved directors. That was it. And uh, what I did with uh, we had a lot of first-time directors, so the very uh, we had a first-time director. I went over to him and I said, "I'm going to do this segment without my glasses." And I took my glasses off and crossed my eyes. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, oh, 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 oh okay. He didn't know you were joking? No, he ran to the producer <laughs> and he said, you know, Brill is going to do this without his glasses. He's wall-eyed. <laughs> I had a lot of confidence. See, when you're a guest star guy, you can't do that. No, You'll get you fired. Yeah, you get fired if you flub a line in yeah. a, a run-through. Yeah. And people who, uh, who don't know the terms... Now, a run-through, to me, is more nerve-wracking totally. th than a tape night. Because totally. once, okay, run, basically the people who don't know, and read my book, I run down all the stuff, but they have rehearsals all week, and but run-throughs is when the, uh, the network One, and the executive producers- is your very first day, when after the, you know, the, the gentleman, the producer said you have the job. You're the, auditioning all week, yeah. basically. And, yeah. But you sit down at a table with everyone in the That's cast. That's the table read. The table and I've seen people get fired exactly. because they gave a bad table read. Well, I'll tell me if you guys had this happen to you. But so, okay, you rehearse all day, and I'll get different notes from the star, the director, um, the stand-in, the yeah. dog trainer. Yeah. I'm not even saying that to be funny, but you, the star. And then... The guy who really runs it is not the director, but the uh, the showrunner. And then he'll he'll go, why did you do it that way? And, and only at a table if, read. No, no, at, at, at the run through when oh, the, when they the come watch you. Oh, and okay. then only if there was one time I had a Menchie director said I told Fred to do that because they're ready to fire you. The director sometimes doesn't fess up. So the run throughs. Once I make it past the network run through, then I feel secure. And go okay, I'm still in it because that's when they fire people. So once there's I've a seen tape people night, get fired at the table read. Yeah. Do you know I did an Archie Bunker's place. 
with Carol O'Connor. Sure. Now, you know how many years he was on as All in the Family and then Carol, and then Archie Bunker's place. We, we were going to do a run-through. He looked at me and he said, should I do it with my hat on or off? Seriously? Yeah. Carol O'Connor. He was nervous asked about me. a network yes. run through. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't think. You wouldn't think that pe- the neuroses, like, I know this people. Um, one of the guys on Murphy Brown, uh, I did a few Murphy Brown, said he, he was a regular for eight years. The guy played Miles, and he always thought, this is the week they fire me. You know, people, oh, yes. but you didn't have that. It's great when you don't have that, like at Silk Stockings, you know. This is home. Yeah, but there's some th- of there's course. some All the sets time. that are not as nurturing. That's right. And every every minute, you think to yourself, "Is this the minute they're going to fire me?" Yes. Is this the even when of, you were regular um, in silk stockings? No, 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 not that. But when I you do guest stars, yes. If you flub one line, you're thinking, "I'm out of here." Yeah, yeah. exactly. How do you handle the nerves, like in those situations when you know it's high pressure and that you're that it's on? Like, how in that moment do you flip it off? Drugs to, and alcohol. Bring... <laughs> no, Charlie. No. I um. Well, you, at least you have a wife to go home to and go. They wrote me out or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And you know, I, I I don't have that. I mean, <clears throat> I had it on Raymond. Uh, five <gasps> of us. You were on Raymond for how long? Were you on Raymond? I. Did eight episodes. <gasps> I was the cousin. The joke I make, oh my God. and I'll repeat it a lot, it's the difference between the cousin and the brother is $77 million. <laughs> I look more like Ray Romano. I should have been the brother. But, oh, my God. But, uh, I we love were, him, though. I love who? that brother. Brad Garrett. We used, yeah. yeah, we used to do our game show run-throughs, you know, with him. Which game show? I, a million No, games. you've been in a million, but which ones was Brad on? All, all the ones they were testing out. I see, yeah, I see. We would meet at a little place, and... And, he, you know, I come up to his puppet. I mean, he's, I'm yes. 4'11 and a half, and he's like, you know, 20 feet tall. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett is did, a sweet guy. I thanked him in my book because he did something mentioned. He had a show guy. called Till Death, and there was a little part as a guy works in a 7-Eleven kind of yeah. store. And he goes, oh, and Freddie, I can't do impressions. Freddie stole on there. And someone goes, nah, he, he, we want someone younger. And a lot of these studio people, it's their job to justify their job to go, no. To go, I, there's a problem. And he goes, no, no. A lot, not a lot of people have the balls to go. I've had people, big fans of mine, I want to put you in everything. But yeah. someone will go, no, not Fred. They go, all right. But uh, but there are a few people that have balls go, no, screw you. Fred's going to play the three-line, del- you know, 7-Eleven yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I love Brad Garrett for that. I love Brad Garrett. My, I have a niece in the industry. She's very, very well known, and her list of actors that she handles are who's who. Uh-huh. Yes, and she did handle Brad Garrett, and she went up to him and said, "I think you know my aunt and uncle Mitzi and Charlie." And he did like ten minutes on us. <laughs> so if you're listening, thank you, honey. Oh, Brad, <laughs> Brad, Brad. And now you, another thing we have in common, you were saying you don't need the roar of the live audience that you push it. I remember. I see. You have a good memory. Yeah, you just. Yeah. That's why I like a one camera. Like I a, like a one camera. Yeah, because you, you find out when you're doing a character in a sitcom, when there's an audience there, you can't help but push it. Yeah. you want the laughs. You yeah. can't help it. But when you're doing a one camera, no audience, it's easy. You're relaxed. You're not pushing. You hear where the laughs are going to be, so you pause. It's different when a, when there's a, a crowd there. Now, I want to go back, but let me ask you this question, and we'll set back your history a little bit. You started a, as a comedy team, right? 
Yeah. Yes. So when I started as a stand-up, Amber is a stand-up, I should say, great writer and everything. And when I first started getting acting jobs, I, w- I thought I was bombing because I was used to the cadence. Da-da-da, laugh. Da-da-da, laugh. So I go, here's the package. All right, I'll see you later. Ah, bomb. Ah, you know what I mean? So... So did you when your transition? All right, let's go back. Where did you guys meet? And well, we I met w- at a place called the Jerry Lewis Comedy Workshop. Take it away, Pearl. At Paramount Studios, Jerry, because um, Lucy and Desi had a workshop. Noch, he wanted a workshop. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. I didn't know they had this. This is yes. history. Lucy and Desi what had kind a, of workshop? a workshop. What did that mean for comics? Where you develop sketches and you develop your oh. characters. So he said, "I'll have uh, a oh, workshop." Oh, not for the young students. This is for contemporaries. No, 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 for young kids. Young, young kids, oh, young. Wow. So, uh, like we, Harvey Lembeck, he has a, a name I would had, know. Yes. Yeah, Harvey yeah. Lembeck is a character yes. actor from uh-huh. the 60s, and he had yes. one. Yes. Well, yes. Jerry had one, and the audition. And he would teach it. The audition. Well, I know a guy named Ron Carver uh-huh. was hired to teach it. Jerry would come in once every three weeks and do his act. Now, wow. Can I, can I... And we were hysterical. We so, was he very famous you. then? Are you Lewis. kidding? So was it exciting knowing? Are you kidding? Knowing Jerry Lewis is going to see me. 1959. No, but wait. In 1959, I did a movie with Martin and Lewis called "You're Never Too Young." Wow! I was right out of the bus, off the bus from Pittsburgh. That's where I'm wait, from. Wait, so you started with acting first? Oh, I thought it was like Stiller and Mary. You had no, a team. No, 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 no. Then no. got the acting no, no, part. No, I was no, on. No. I was on a Broadway show when I was 11. Get it? Which one? Uh, Peter Pan with Gene Arthur and Boris Karloff. Get out of here. 1950. I did a lot of off-Broadway and... Oh, uh, so like Stiller and Mirror, which I'm sorry to compare you, and I know Anne and these people... You did. I, I thought you started as this and then no. got acting. No, parts. no, no, oh, no. This no. Is we started it as actors. Wow. And, yeah. and what was some early stuff? Well, I, you're never too young with Jer- Martin and Lewis. Wow. And so when this thing did that came help you around, get into the workshop because you knew Jerry Lewis? Well, yes, for me, but not for Charlie. Charlie had to audition, and you know, I just went to Jerry and said, "I I think I want to do this," you know, and it was like ridiculous. I was under contract to Paramount Wait Studios. A oh, this is. I mean, oh my god, oh my god. How did you get under contract? I'm sorry, this is fascinating. I'm sorry to go back more and more. How did I, you get a con- How did they, people I, get contracts? I took. I was from Pittsburgh, and I had a little television show in Pittsburgh, and I had a scrapbook. So naive. Oh God. Oh. And I went up and down Sunset Boulevard, and I said, I'm looking for an agent, and do you want to see my scrapbook? And they said, sure, honey. And they looked, and they said, no, I don't think so. You know, but, you know, there's a lot of other agents down the street. And I went, okay, thanks. Uh, My mother had been friends with uh, Bob Hope and Dolores Hope 100 years ago when I was, like, say, 10 years old. And... And now uh, I was like uh, 17, 18, and Dolores Hope, I called her up and I said, let me just cut right to the chase, though I didn't know that term. Let me make it fast. Do you think you could help me? I want to be an actress. I swear to God. And she said to me, you know what, honey? I I know your mother very well, Giz. Her name was Gazella. I I know exactly. I want to thank you for getting right to the point because of course I'll help you. Oh. I mean, I don't know if it'll oh. work, but I want you to go see Bob's agent. His name is Louis Schur, and he's in Beverly Hills, and I went in to see Bob him. Bob Hope's agent. Yeah. 
Wow. But I mean, what did the wife know? I mean, you know. Right. So I, by the way, I, he turned me down. Oh, okay. <laughs> he turned me down. <laughs> but what was in your scrapbook? You know, pictures of me doing record pantomime and being a star <laughs> on WDTV in Pittsburgh. Oh, so you had a show and in Pittsburgh. I did. did. I did. It wasn't my show. I was a, I wasn't the compare, as they say. I was, you know, the actress who did record pantomime. The star was somebody else. You know, a man. Uh huh. Women were not stars then of a show. Uh, I went to see this. Let me let me cut back. I, I went to see this one agent, and his name was Mitch Gertz. Mitch Gertz was the grandfather to Gert. Jamie Gertz. Oh, Jamie Gertz. I know Walter Gertz. He owns a comedy club in Chicago. or did probably related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was Jamie okay, Gertz's so dad. Yeah. Uh. My Mitch Gertz said to me, "You know what? If you lose ten pounds, I would really be interested." That's in what you. I said about Amber going out. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you should have seen me. You should have seen me two weeks ago. Guess what? I lost 10 pounds in like 10 days. Wow. I swear to you. And I went back to see Mitch Gertz, and he said, anyone who could do that, I will sign in a minute. So he signed me, and then he said that uh, there was a part at Paramount Studios for a 17-year-old girl, and uh, it was a remake of The Major and the Minor which was a very important movie of its time. And it was about Jerry Lewis going to this little girl's school and dressing up like a kid because the, the law was after him, you know. So I played like a, you know, younger than I was, surely. Oh, God. And I got the part. And so Mitzi Steiner from Pittsburgh suddenly was under contract to Jerry Lewis and Paramount Studios, and it was great, and they dropped my option after the first whatever time it was. But then fast forward, Jerry Lewis was having a workshop, and I said, can I be in the workshop? And he said, yeah, of course. And I went to his audition, Charlie Bruce. She went audition. to my audition. Your audition was what, stand-up or a I, sketch? I had, believe it or not, a burlesque act. Get out of here. With a guy that was <laughs> seven feet and 360 pounds. You're not making that Called up. Mel Berger, an actor. And we had an old-time burlesque act. What? Uh, Jack Albertson and Joey Faye taught it to us. Jack and, Albertson from Chico and the Man? Yes. And from like, uh, the... Fred, uh, yes. And, and, her, and uh, Herbie Faye. Uh, um, Herbie no. Jack Albertson and uh, Herbie Fay, not Herb. Yes, Herbie Fay taught mm-hmm. it to us, and we did the act for Jerry, and, and Mitzi saw it, and Jerry laughed. I thought he was so cute, and and said, "Why do you want to be in the workshop?" I said, "Because I'm I'm funny. <laughs> I'm funny. I have to be in the workshop." Aww. And he said, "Okay, all right. Uh, you'll be in the workshop." So now we're in the workshop together, and he comes up to me one day and he says, "Listen." A bunch of us go up to the sunset, and we sit around the piano bar. Suzanne Plachette was in this group, and Tom we sing. No, uh, Joanne Worley. Yeah, of course. Um, was in the workshop. Okay. And would you like to go? Well, I thought he was asking me out for a date. Uh-huh. I mean, please. I wasn't. A few of us <laughs> go up, and we sit, and we pay our own bills, and we sing, and we have fun we again. And she pills. said, you, you can pick me up at eight. And I said, what? No, you didn't say what. I mean, maybe in retelling it. 
It was definitely good. <laughs> Maybe was, in embellishing it that happened. Yeah, that's right. No, you said, okay. And I go out to the car, get this, and there's another girl sitting there. I said, I'm sorry. I was I, living with this girl, this woman, and and of course I brought her. I live with her. And I mean, really dating of this. her? Or was it, no, living. Relationship. Living like a disgusting oh. Yes. Oh. Like Yes. Like she was. <laughs> you weren't the first. And Mitzi comes up to the car and says, when you bring her home and come back for me, then we'll go. Oh. So I looked at this woman who I'd been living with for three months, and I said, I know you're going to burn my clothes. I know you're going to destroy Why everything Why was it Mitzi over own. her if she was your girlfriend? I said, but I'm dropping you home, and I'm not coming back. What? So that because made you... I was... Wow. I fell... Head over heels in love. Mitzi. You know, when you're young That's beautiful. Yeah, and that you're arrogant. In that moment, or did you have a crush on her in class? In too? class. Is that, was that, rock, was that rock bottom when you, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when you did the program, I'm just, I'm just being <laughs> And uh, that is a beautiful story. That, and I never went home. I never went back to that pad. Wow. So, so you started dating right there. You were a couple from yeah. then on. Yeah. Well, but back in the days, people... Did things quicker than they do now. Well, we went to, to the piano bar, and Mitzi ordered dinner, and I ordered uh, a, a drink, and the bill came, and Mitzi shoved it to me. And I didn't have, I had like $3 for a drink. So I and said, you're the one under contract. <laughs> so I said, Mitzi, I'll be right back. I mean, I, who pays for their own things? This is back in the day. You have to put on a back in the, the day hat. 59. So I ran to my mother and dad's house, and I said, G give me twenty dollars. He said he was I, going I, to the men's room. Yeah, I, that was I, the I, uh, version of an ATM machine back I then. I went to yeah, them. And that's right. They gave <laughs> me money, and I, I paid for the bill, and we started to date each other, Mitzi and I. And, and then, when did you uh, first said, "Let's do a team or a stick together"? Oh, that oh. happened years later. When wow. I when I came out of the army, he I, was in the reserve, wow. not the <laughs> army. Please. <laughs> I fought the Battle of the Presidio of San Francisco. Yes, right. We were never attacked. And, wow. and came home every weekend. He figured it out. When I came out of the Army, Mitzi was doing uh, an act with Joan Shawley. Who was the, Sweet Sue in... Uh, Billy Wilder's movies. Yes. Uh, um, in, uh, the famous movie with Jack Lemmon when they dress and up Marilyn as women. And Marilyn Monroe. Oh, uh, wait, 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 Some wait. Like It Hot. Yeah. Yeah, she was Sweet she was, Sue. She was six foot yes. three. And Mitzi... Is four eleven, and that was the act. So I, I came out of the army, and I said Joan started to do movies for Billy Wilder, and I said I'll take Joan's place. We'll do a comedy act, and I started to do Joan's lines. Get out! <laughs> but but, but we, we needed to rewrite, so we rewrote, and we opened at a place in town here in Los Angeles called the Slate Brothers where Don Rickles got his start. We opened for Gary Crosby. And we were signed by the Morris office. That's William yeah. Morris. Wow. Bing's oldest son. And we were on our way. Yeah. Now, besides the Ed Sullivan thing we'll get to, what are, so what, what other shows did you do as a team? Uh, well, we started out on television uh, on the Vic Damone show. Sure. Summer show. Summer show. That's he played right. the piano and a... no, no, no Vic, he didn't. Vic, Vic was a great singer. Who? No, who Vic Damone. Who am I confusing? Great with? singer. Who did that? All that funny piano stuff. I'm sorry. It's it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you just cold cocked this story. Ruined no. everything. <laughs> so and you I'm did leaving. all these shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we did some. We did television. <gasps> yeah, and... we did this. You know, like the 
Uh, what was that show called where we did Edie Adams? Oh, we, the Edie we, Adams we show. We wrote for her. We wrote and, and yeah. did the show. And, uh -huh. and that's another amazing thing about your this is the word diversity with this. Um, she, you've written on sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, I have. You just I keep have. creative and busy. Yeah, well, when so Charlie got sick with, you know, that disease where you have to go to a 12-step, not good. Um, and I couldn't She's very with, judgmental about it. Yeah. Well. I'm just kidding. No. Get over it. I know, baby girl, I know. So, uh, yeah, uh, so I had to be, do something. I didn't oh. know what to do, and I became a writer. And it was exactly the time when they were looking for female writers, they they thought maybe we had a voice. And so, but prior to that, Charlie and I were many famous. We worked with uh, Mel Torme, we opened for- Ella Fitzgerald. Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, the most famous, the diva of all time. Barbara Streisand? No, no. the diva of Beth all- Midler? I, Oh, no, I know. Amber Tozen? She was I'll, I'll think of Marlena. <laughs> Marlena, Marlena Dietrich. Dietrich. Oh, Dietrich. wow. Yeah. So fabulous. And and Anne Margaret, who we are still friends with today. Best friends. To this day. Now, I'm going to make it about me for 12 seconds and do a little story. And the only story that tops that is yours. I did David Letterman the day the space shuttle blew up oh. in 86. <laughs> and they called me with two hours notice saying, now back in 86... They didn't have what they do now with the scrolls, with CNN, you know what I mean? So yes, if there's yes, a tragedy, yes, yes. the shows went on. They didn't have all this interruptions. That's right, right. So I'm selfishly thinking, well, no one's going to watch it. It's not going to be rerun. And But you can't say no to Letterman. So I run down there, do my act in the office. You can't do anything depressing, which was half my act, you know what I mean? Right. You can't talk about people dying. Right. And uh, Letterman starts the show. He goes, we don't mean to be irreverent, but... We're going to do this show anyway. Then Fred Stoll, a comedian. And I did so-so for the circumstance. Then this is humorous, I think. Years later, he went on the late Tom Snyder show. Yeah. And and he said the hardest show he ever had to do was the night the space shuttle blew up. Yes. It'd be funny if you said because Fred Stoller was on it. <laughs> but, uh, mm -hmm. but your legendary show. Now, um, there's people, young people who, who are comedy nerds who may not even know what Ed Sullivan's show is. Now, The Ed Sullivan Show is a variety show. Was it the big break? Tell yeah. me what The Ed Sullivan Show was. The Ed Sullivan Show was it. The penultimate. If, if you, if if you, you could were, book The Ed Sullivan Show. You, you were made. You, yeah. That made right. your career. Now, who are some people that got made What comics that went on Ed Still Sullivan? Stiller and Mirror. Jackie Mason, Stiller and Mirror. Well, Jackie Mason also got ruined. Yeah. By Stiller, well, he gave by, by Stiller and Mirror. He gave, by, he gave Ed the finger. He gave, yeah. <laughs> he gave Ed the finger. Yeah. 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 But uh, <laughs> but uh, it was the, because it's not like now. Prior. It, was oh, it my even, God. Uh, Everyone. Was Ed Sullivan even before The Tonight Show? Oh, yes. So that was, that. that it's not it like was? now where there's a million, million shows. This was the variety show. This was yes. Richard Pryor got made on the... Uh, he, he did Sullivan. It was brilliant. George Carlin did it, but before he was this hippie guy. Yeah. Like he had a suit. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he worked with Jack Burns. Did you know that? Yes. Carlin From and Burns, Burns and Shriver? Yeah, yes. Burns and Shriver. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how did you get seen for Ed Sullivan? How did you get booked? How did you get our, your break? Our agents. Our managers. 
See, we were with that's right, Sherwin Bash and Mace Newfield. Now Sherwin's, and they were like they the were very creme big. De la creme. They had big clients. They had everybody on the Steve Allen show. They had Louis Nye and Don Knotts, and they had all those people. And then they had some big stars too, big, big, big stars. So was it like? Do they? No, they I don't had, think back they did. They had tapes. Did they have to see you in a club, or did they just hear that it was heat? They with took you? Sherwin's word. Wow. Yeah, believe and, me. and William Morris. We yeah. were with them. Believe me, these kids are funny. Yeah. That's yeah. So we got booked, and and um, uh, Mace Newfeld, our other manager, called us up and said, by the way, not only are you doing the Ed Sullivan show, you're mm. doing it with the Beatles. <laughs> and we said, oh, oh okay. And, we, and we did, you know, who, sure. did no. you know who they were? No. No. You no. know, I hate to say it, um, Rachel, um, you know who the Beatles are, huh? I, I no, no. Some young people. It was a th- big thing with Kanye. It was a picture with him with Paul McCartney, and people didn't know who Paul McCartney is. So you can't take anything for granted. People no. may not know who Johnny Carson is. I, of course, definitely. Anymore. Young people don't know who. The, yeah. But this is. But that's. But not, the Beatles, please. But so they weren't. They like, weren't that well known. D- no, not in that. America. Oh. Overseas they were in in, in London. But this was their big break. This, but they, this was their big first time in the United States. But they went nuts for them, right? They yes. went for the girl the people the people that knew the fourteen and fifteen year old girls. No, my my older sister crazy. My older sister was watching it and, and just oh he's so cute, you know, and yes. uh, so no no so so they weren't known to people like you, but to kids yeah. and Well yeah. not I mean our age group. I mean we were like, you know, twenty eight. We were old, not fourteen year old. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the ropes um, were all over the streets holding back. And we went, Charlie thought it was for I thought it was for Frank Frank Gorshin. I thought they were roping people off to the side. Frank Gorshin was an impressionist. He was on Batman as the Riddler. I thought he became so famous (laughs) that they they roped off the streets for him. So when you were booked with the Beatles, you were like, all right, fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Until we got to New York and then we went, I think this is like when we saw thousands of kids in the street screaming we thought maybe this is more important than we think it is and we had a manager also who was part of our managerial team in la who was stationed in new york York. so i mean he was looking out for us you know and um we went in knowing what piece of material we were going to do and uh we did the dress rehearsal and then we heard over the loudspeaker, McCall and Brill come to my uh, come to Mr. Sullivan's office, and we went in, and he said, "You know, I think what you're doing is 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 lovely, but not for tonight. I mean, my audience tonight are 14 year old kids. They're not going to stand still. This was sort of like a dramatic hmm. sketch, and <laughs> if you did it funny right, dramatic, yeah, yeah. But if you did it right, you should get like." A, a little lump in your throat at the end. Okay, that's it. And you had to follow the story. They're kids, then they get older, they're teenagers, and they're in their, their 20s. <laughs> and you had to follow That's hard with yeah. any age group. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's tough. And he said. So it's uh, poignant. It's poignant, poignant is the word. Basically. He Good said, word, what else Fred. do you Good do? <laughs> he said, what else do you do? Well, like schmucks, we showed him our entire act. Yeah. In the office. In, in the, the office. office. And our act And consists- we have like. A half an hour to go before the show was on the air. Oh All right. And how many millions watch that Sullivan? Oh, 
Oh, like that know. night. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what a podcast is. Broke uh, <laughs> Not as many as this. Yeah. Not as many as this. That Hot night Jets broke all records. All yes. records. So, so, okay. So you, you went on and they and were we screaming. Were they screaming, we want the Beatles? Yeah, During course. our act. Yes. But, the, but the Beatles went on before you, then right. you, and they and knew then, they were coming right. back. They knew they knew they, they were, were coming, coming back. back. The audience oh. knew. Oh, okay, okay. All right, yeah. and now here from. Uh, well, what was it like being backstage and hit him roaring for the Beatles when you're pacing, getting ready to go? Well, on who was could... listening to them? It was all about us. We're narcissistic and delusional. Right. I mean, please, I mean, it was not about the. And as the soon Beatles. as Ed introduced <laughs> us, Ed said, "Okay, here they are." Well. They thought it was the Beatles. Oh. They screamed halfway through our act. And the only laugh we got was <laughs> I ad-libbed. I was, I, I was backstage, and guess what? I stepped on a Beatle. Well, that brought the house down. Screamed. Yes, and I screams. went, we're in deep shit. I know this now. We are in deep trouble. And he had us do something that I was totally unfamiliar with. I... I Really, I swear to you. He put down do? our material. He I, what? What did you end up doing? He, we ended up doing our act for him, and he picked out the material he thought would work that night. He said, do that first girl and that sketch, and then go into that other thing, you know, where you're that other girl, and you're laughing and crying all the time. Yeah. And then maybe you could end... With the other sketch that you that, do. The right? other sketch. <laughs> so uh, we went on not knowing really uh, what we were going to do. Oh, my God. And it was live. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it was... And I reiterate, to be on the Ed Sullivan Show. I mean, of course, now, you know, I'm an old lady. I would say, you know what? We'll come back another time. We really That's know. what we should it's have said to say no. But yeah. I can't. Wait, wait, but, but you didn't... But you didn't know to turn it down that the Beatles, this would happen. Of course not. No, I didn't so even know who the Beatles down. were. Right. So are you kidding? I didn't know this was going to happen. And, <laughs> oh, my God. And my manager, that poor soul, forgot his... Did they, did they try how they bullshit you? Go, you were great. You no, know? absolutely <laughs> no, not. No, we weren't. No. But here is the pathetic part. On the Ed Sullivan show, if you were great... He would call you over, you know, and you would, you know, have a little moment with him. And we stood there like loxes, waiting, <laughs> waiting for and him looking. to call us over. Which I mean, he never did. So sad, oh so my sad. God. But you know what? It's the way it is. It was. Oh, there's it so many things in my journey. life. That's the way it is. It came. It turned out okay. How much time did you guys do? How long were you on stage? I don't know. Four minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. And were you just going, give, get, give me the light when this is going to be over? No, just give me the hook. Get me off. What? Did you, See, did... right here I have a little space. Just get me did, off. Did you, did you meet any of the Beatles backstage? Of yes. Of course. And did you yes. go, this is amazing? Oh, I you said, didn't know. You didn't know who they I, were. No, but I did say no because I, I ran in on a rehearsal because I thought I have to carpe this diem if it's the last thing I do. So I walked on their rehearsal stage and I sat down and I was drinking a Coke and uh, John Lennon said to me give us a Coke Lord <laughs> and I said what does he want and the stage manager <laughs> said he wants a Coke and I said oh okay he asked you for a Coke yeah, a sip give oh us... I thought he wanted to get your own no 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 give us a Coke Lord he knew what I was drinking yeah. oh. oh my god and I I just wanted it to be over. And as we were walking up the stairs when their rehearsal was over, 
I looked down and I said, can you believe this is all for you to John Lennon? She saw the crown in the street. What do you say? It's not for me, it's for Ringo. (laughs) And we didn't know what Faringo meant. (laughs) Faringo. We thought it was like a Jewish statement, Faringo. Faringo. Yes. Wow, no, it's just to be a part of a legendary story. I mean, Legendary. Even bad things that happened to me, like... I don't want to go into the story go ahead, now, but go ahead. I was sued for seven months of my book. Then he tried to appeal the, for for um, defamation, most vicious, stupid thing, and of course it got Ooh. thrown out. But Ooh. it took the guy they braced Kramer on for defamation was ridiculous. Aww. But there's a part of me if someone said Fred, I could snap my fingers. This lawsuit never happened, even though it was soul crunching. It's still part of who I am and what you know. what I'm saying yes, even I bad do things. Understand. If they said you, we could have this not have happened. There's still part of my psyche you know what i'm saying ah uh, yes you know yes, of um yeah. it's and so okay so you guys um you were uh, and those game shows are big match Huge. games yeah. tattletales and you use your own name on a game show you know as if you're a celebrity on a game show as opposed to well, playing a character right yeah was that the first time you were like yourselves as celebrities yes on- uh, yes. I mean, I used to love you guys. They used to have they used to have a thing called Tattletales. Tattletales. I always remember the banana section. Yeah. And where husbands uh, and wives. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and, and it's, they rerun it on the game show network, and they show William Shatner and so so divorced, and they have yes. they have like <laughs> things yeah, of all. That's right. Did you all guys hang out the other couples and laugh? Sometimes. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, now the famous story is when you got into a shoving match with Stiller and Mira backstage because you were in competition. I made that up. Never. Okay. Oh, oh I love what? them. No, no I'm just no, kidding. Never. I Nonsense. think for our 20th anniversary. They what? We went to see them yeah. uh, in New York. In New- at the Americana. And they were so kind to mm-hmm. us. By that time, we had done The Tonight Show, Johnny Carson, and we had done other shows. So we were total unknowns. So when we went backstage to visit them, and Mara said to me, oh, my God, you're so young. Ah. That's sweet. You got, that was sweet. You know what I love about Charlie? When I worked with him, no, I bumped into him. We used to have the same voiceover agent. And he goes, yeah, I finally became a regular, you know, on Silk Stockings. He goes, that's all I need. You know, I have that, too. Like, I don't need to own the world. But if I just have one home run, I don't you know. Yeah. I'm not like, get on. What's the next one? What's the next one? No. You're so content. I, I got so everything I need. Him. Yeah. So, oh, so yeah. respect that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and you guys, and now is it weird after being so well known then to have the nonsense yes, of some of these ter- auditions? And it, now it's you had shocking, this it's horrifying. Now tell this horrifying story. The internet is great in some ways, but in some ways it's not. How someone was giving you a part and tell me what ha- tell what happened. Well, it was a cartoon series. Uh-huh. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. And uh... is she close enough to the mic? Okay, get a little closer. Okay, All right. baby. Pretend it's... Uh, <laughs> and I wanted okay. to do uh, something on this uh, series. I, I had already been... I had. I was one of the first women who did voiceovers. And what were some of the others besides well, the, Pebbles and Bam Bam? Pebbles and Bam Bam and uh, the Smurfs and the Snorks and... All of oh, those yeah, shows, yeah. Name, because I was able to do, you know, all these kind of 
Ooh, darling, you know. We we did a, we did a voiceover, <laughs> I think, for some mall in Seattle. Kathy Griffin was there. Remember, a bunch of us did some weird one I'm line. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I and can't now you don't remember me. No, that's not job. true. Of course voiceovers. I know you. Oh, You're amazing. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> so, stop it. <laughs> yeah. I so uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, it's like being so, stoned. I can't forget what I was saying. No, 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 no. About you had a part, but then <clears throat> yeah, you, didn't you did a lot of voiceovers. So there was this cartoon yes. series. Uh, yeah, Pebbles and Bam Bam was my big, you know, break. Uh, and then people in the industry, the the voiceover, which by the way, just for your Kids not who what are ever listening, it's the most wonderful way to make a living, and it's the easiest thing to do. No, I'm uh, just kidding. Everyone thinks they could do it. It's yeah, it's yeah. not easy to do. No, it's not, not easy, easy to break you into. Have to, but it's great to break into. Well, it was in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like my becoming a writer when Charlie got into his disease. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what am I going to do? Whenever oh you're God. at a loss. For words, or you, you forget your bad times. Marry an Al-Anon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> they'll remind you. Yeah, they'll remind <laughs> your story. Uh, no, I'm I'm so grateful to Al-Anon. And anyway, so... you were up for this part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Donald Duck and Mickey And here, Ma- so bottom line, just know that I had a lot of experience in voiceover. Right. But this was and someone you know. Very well. Someone I loved and uh, and he loved me, and I got a call from my agent. Sorry. No, he did. Loved my work. You know, we used to. I know, but Fred. <laughs> it's like he loved you until you hear what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, my agent, kind of my agent. I'm not sure it was my agent. I think it was my agent. It was a voice that said, "Mitzi, they wanted you for this series." But then they looked you up in IMBD. That's, you know. Uh, you look up every actor Internet, and actress. Navigation. And they saw how old you were, and they said, no, 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 no. Jesus. No, we don't want her. I swear. Even in voice. Nothing counts crossed. Yeah. And the man who was producing was a dear friend of mine. And even, I, even in voice. I was shocked. I agent. was shocked. And this wasn't that long ago. It was maybe two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah and you didn't get it because you're too old. And I just. For a voice. For it, a does, voice. it makes. No, what for do they think? Voice? You're going to like. You're going to have a heart attack in the session? Yes. Like, you know. Yeah. That's what we want this to run a, a long time. Did you talk to your producer friend about it? No, I did not. I was so crushed that I. And it was so unreal to me. But then it made me, you know what? Well, what kind of a friend? If he's not going to, like I say, have balls and fight for a friend. Yeah, but guess what? There was somebody, you know, who was better and younger. What can I well, say? Well, you know what they do uh, on the IMBD? You're so cute. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. They also do things like now with Twitter, like someone will get a part because they have more so Twitter sweet. followers. Oh, God. You know, or there's an IMBD, there's rate, rate rankings. Like if they look you up a lot, they go by how high up your ranking is. You're kidding. No, no. It's just, it doesn't make any sense because you could buy Twitter followers. And I'm just, I'm doing shtick. When I point to you, oh, no, she's yo. a big, she has like hundreds of thousands of Twitter followers. No, I have 45,000. <gasps> I've never bought any. 45. Of course, I'm being, I'm being, doing lame Add jokes. me to that name, though, because you are so she cute. She is so I funny. I can't bear it. You know what I love about You're Amber? So she's so down to earth, and, yeah. and, and we connect on so many ways, and she's yeah. so open, but then she'll make jokes 
about how she's narcissistic or like, I want the validation, but it's not an annoying need for validation. Well, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it's yeah, you're yeah. so honest and open and Thanks. crazy funny. I mean, there's a Twitter thing where you just put jokes, people do that, or and she just, uh, you know, I follow her jokes on Twitter and it's just so, it's just so harsh. But again, it's like, it seems crude, but it's from such a smart, funny person about yes. going to the bathroom and stuff. It would just seem like <laughs> bathroom humor, but from her, it's okay. it's hard to explain. Well, I just did a pilot for a, uh, a series called Tales from the Toilet. Oh, yeah? Yes. What's that? Well, it's like Tales from the Crypt, only... <laughs> but just bathroom jokes? I don't know what it is, but I love the people. They oh. were sweet and it's kind, all about... and they were good to me, and every time I did a take... They would come running out of little rooms oh. and going, oh, my God, you're so wonderful. We're so lucky we have you. Kids, who wouldn't want that? I don't care what it's yeah, called. Yeah, but your career is in the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> it is. See, I was going to ask, were there any, but you already answered, any people you work with going, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm working with so-and-so. But yeah. you've done that early in your career with yeah. uh, Marlena Ella Dietrich. Ella Fitzgerald, Marlena Dietrich, Marlena. Okay. and Margaret. You know, uh, to uh, me, it's people that aren't even that famous just – in my seminal years of, like, Treat Williams. I loved the movie Hair. I was on a sitcom hanging out. Even someone like Jack Riley, who I loved watching, Whoa. he made me want to get into, uh, be a character actor on Bob Newhart. And the sweetest guy played one of the best sitcom characters called Mr. Carlin on Absolutely. Bob Newhart. And then so in, in later like years, you would know him from... Uh, the Rugrats. Rugrats. Or, okay. Yeah, he's he's uh, just people like Car I love character actors. I used to love watching Love American Style. Yeah, me to too. To see which ones. Were did you guys we, do Love American Style? No. Yes, we, we did the oh, we did. second. Yes, love we American did. Style. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah, yes. that's right. Now yeah. you were on Laughing. Was that like big, like Ed Sullivan? Like, oh God, tell the Laughing story. Well, um, oh, it's always a story Mitzi with us. called George Slaughter, uh -huh. the producer, every day. And said so we want to be on laughing. So left, wait, left back messages, then you could do that. Left messages. Call this office. Left a message. Because everyone knew who you were. You have got to hire us. You've got to no, hire no, us. No, no, they didn't know us. Wow. No. But you could get through to people like that. I didn't get, no, he never came to the phone. Okay. Just, I'm leaving a message. Tell him this is Mitzi McCall and Charlie Brill, and that we have to be on your show. Goodbye. So, so we the had... girl on the phone who would answer, I went, it's me again. How are you? So I wish I had okay. this persistence. When someone says, no, I go, you're right, and I cover. No, no. Cower and run away. No, like, you don't. Don't do that. I know. Ever. See, I, I, I'm going to repeat my favorite joke. Yeah. And then someone's going to transcribe this so I don't repeat it. But this describes me in showbiz. These two Jews are about to be executed. One yeah. says to the other, maybe we should ask for a blindfold. The other guy goes, Murray, don't make trouble. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm I like. Like My agent says, I'm going to ask for more money. No, they'll get mad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. know, but I, do I know? Are you kidding? You are me. I told you that. We're the same. But you had guts calling up every day. I couldn't do that. If Why? Someone what are they, what's going to happen? What, I so can't, you're not me. You, uh, I kept thinking, what's the worst thing that can happen? Don't ever call here again. So how uh, did you finally get on laughing? Uh, we told you about our manager, Mace yeah, yeah. Newfield and Sherwin Bash. Played a game of pool. Mace played George. a game of pool with George Slaughter. And said, if you win, and if they you, have to be on. Yes. Wow. And Mace won, and we were on laughing. You want to know what a thrill it is for an actor to be on a show where the producer doesn't really want you? It's oh. so painful. He got no. you because he lost a pool oh, game. Oh, it was so well, painful. Well, there are, there are some auditions I've had where 
they said, could you do it without your New York Jewish accent? Could you do this? Yeah. And yeah. and I said, you know, it's worth almost worth. It's not worth getting it because if they're someone's so resistant to me, one of the people. Once yes. I'm there, they're gonna make it hell. Exactly. You want? We want them. We love them. Okay. Well, they tried a thing for, on Laugh-In for us called the Fun Couple. And it went something like this. The Bickersons. Go from ahead. Radio. Do that. No, it was yeah. it was the Bickersons. We'll do it. But no. When are, when are we? <laughs> They're bickering get... now. Is that part yeah. of the bit? Just That's do part that. Of the bit. Yeah. Don't do that. It's... When are we going to get a king size bed? When I get a king. Uh, and then the bed went up in the wall with us in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's great. But it was yeah. But that was it. We weren't allowed to work with the regulars. We were kept aside. Now, were they cocky? Were they hanging out? Hey, we're the cool laughing guys, and you guys Some are the guests. Somewhere like that. Yeah. Somewhere. See, that's a being the guest star guide. Sometimes they're exclusive. Sometimes they're inclusive. Most of the time, you're on the outskirts. Any when good stories? When you did the Carol Leifer show, yeah. okay? Well, I knew the people. I was so... No, but we, yeah. the cast, you know, uh, said, okay... Anybody who's a guest on this show, we are going to hold That's out so our sweet. hand so and sweet, say, it's not always that. welcome. We must, you've been because on the I other end. suffered so. Tell me some good and bad guest well, stars. The bad, one of the worst things was I had a part on Maud. You know, just a little shtickle, like, right. you know, a little nothing. And this is what came over the loudspeaker. Uh, the principals were serving dinner oh, yeah. in the dining room, and the rest of you can go to... I don't know, Huntington, Hartford, but, and Havisher. I don't know where but we you, are. But you were a principal. You mean the regulars. Because I have that when I do some guest yeah, spots. Yeah, no, I, I did a nothing part. I had like four lines. I've done I some, wanted to kill myself. No, I've done guest spots where the, the PAs come to the regulars with like a thing. They're yeah. circling. I want this. I want this. Then, Fred, go to the commissary that, or go to Burger King. Yeah, that no, I've had it. that countless That's times. That's it. Well, so when I got Carol Leifer's show, I said we must promise that we will say, what are you doing for lunch? Sit with us, da da. Any everything that I had felt Me all too. those that's times a... of not believing, I I was happy to give it back. That's what it would be like if I was a regular. You know what? Show. One know time, that. one time, I filled in for my very dearest friend Elliot Gould on Friends. I never met the cast. What do you mean you filled not, in? Uh, uh, Elliot was doing do. a film. Oh, and but you took his part? No, friends? they needed the laughs from the audience. So I walked through it doing his lines, but the camera wasn't on right. me. Then Elliot went back and did, and the camera was on him. So I, I was there for a week. Nobody from the cast said hello. ever came over to me and said, hello, welcome. No, no some some are very cold. Some The extras hang out with the extras. The one-line guys with the one-line right. guys. The stand-ins with the stand-ins. That's right, but you some, can change that. Oh, if I had a show, yeah, I'd That's be it. so. I uh, know I'm we, so appreciative. How about you on Silk Stockings? You were the were you friendliest. Nice to the guests? I made it a point to go over to every so guest nice. and said, especially. "We're so happy we have you." And I used to go into the extras room and say, "Without you guys, we don't have a show." You're great. You're great. That is so nice. You know, you know, on all my shows, who who was did the classiest thing to guests? Um, Fran Drescher would send a uh, person. I did four nice. nannies and two uh, happily divorced. And she would send, maybe someone dictated, but a personal thing saying, you were such a great guest, you're a great oh. character, I can't wait for you to be the pharmacist again. Oh. Just these little nice. pieces of paper. Yeah. That's so menschy. So menschy of Fran Drescher. And, uh -huh. uh, you know, and, some and it comes back to bless you. Even though you're not doing it for that, it does come it's back just, to bless you. It's just, you know, like I, I've done, 
I, again, I get talked into doing favors, and I'm trying yeah. not to do any more for yeah. your sizzle reel or your web thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've done things for people. They don't even the next day an email, thanks, Fred. I know. You know, you got, I got you know. It. I'm with you. I do the just, same thing. It's just, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, so you, you guys mm -hmm. are, are so classy. And again, it being mm -hmm. invisible, I, I, oh, I have a story that may connect to you guys that when I did uh, Wings, again, they're all eating the good food, and I had to fend for myself at the the commissary. Yeah. So it's it's kind of fun going to commissaries at Paramount. Yeah. Or Warner uh, Warner Brothers because you see people like at first I thought this guy had a head wound but he was yeah. ER extras <laughs> so he had blood on his uh, head uh, or I'd see all the Klingons at uh, uh, Paramount. Now who was on Star Trek? Me. Tell me that. Story. I was on the original. The Trouble, original the Trouble with Tribbles. Get little, out of here! That's classic. I poisoned the Tribbles. That is. Cool. I go to the. Wait a uh, minute! With all those. Wait, the one with yeah. Shatner. Yeah. Why? Well, I gotta watch it again. That's, I go that's to a, the uh, all the conventions so and sign autographs. That is a, that is great. I I wish I could do that because those guys make money. If you're on a sci-fi yeah. or a horror thing, yeah. you could do conventions. Yeah, not that's sometimes. right. Yeah. That's right. So so wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, wow. and what did you play? Wow. Were you like a uh, an alien or? I was a Klingon. Disguised, disguised as a human, so thank God I didn't have oh, to sit in the yeah. makeup chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being neurotic like me, I have anxiety. Even with makeup, like yeah. they tried doing like a mask face of mine, and uh, and and I, I had anxiety. Yeah. God, yeah. Th there's no time limit. Um, I just want to see if there's any questions that people on Facebook sent in. Okay, from Wayne Shulman, ask them about the Nancy Walkers. What's that? <laughs> okay. Well, I told you, I think, that uh, Charlie and I are best friends with Roger Smith and Anne Margaret. I mean, you know, I know that's used a lot, that they're best friends. Yeah, I bet. No, we really are. I mean, we were her opening act for many, many years. We were in okay, Tahoe to make it when short, she fell. When yeah. she fell every Saturday, every Saturday, we walk. Anne Margaret, Mitzi, and I, and Roger... And her and dancers, her dancers that she knows for fifty years, and, and, and good friends. And we we're walk, best friends, all of us. Yeah. And so we called them the Nancy Walkers. Wow, this guy knows his stuff. He does. Who who was it? His name is Wayne Shulman. Oh, Wayne. No. No, I don't oh my know. God! So other <laughs> questions we oh, we go every Saturday tomorrow. Yeah. Mike Walder, what was it? Well, he wants to know what exactly was it like on Star Trek. Not what it was like. He wants exact. Exact. Yeah. Yeah, he wants exact. Steve Cox, she was a voice on Pebbles and Bam Bam. Yeah. Sylvia Graves asks, what actor, actress would you have star in a biographical film about your lives? About my, about, well, I would have Clint Eastwood. So sure. We look so much alike. This is from Anthony Stark. Just say hi for me. Kevin Wixted and Rainbow Harvest. What does know that mean? Know them well. Love them. What's that? Kevin and Rainbow. Oh, sure. my God. We did a play oh, with them. Oh, God. I did, uh, I did a play with them. It was called... It was uh, uh, House of Blue Leaves. House of Blue Leaves. You did that where? And yeah. Kevin was... Oh, Here in it. town. They were the Wait, cutest couple. I'm so Gordon happy. Gordon Hunt directed it. Uh, Helen Hunt's father. Yeah. That's right. Oh, God. Um... Oh, that's, it was a hundred years ago, but every time he used to call the, the house, he used to say, hi, Mitzi, this is Kevin from the play. Oh, and I his wife's him. name was Rainbow. Rainbow. Yeah. Oh, God. Two me. hippie parents, you know. Oh, so, but... so some nice people you work with, some not so nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most everybody was. I mean... Now, James Spader, could you tell that story? Oh, I love James Spader. He's so sweet. 
uh, he, well, my my niece, who I told you about, right. is the, the big deal agent. Uh, that was a movie that I did. White Palace. White Palace. Thank With you, Susan honey. Sarandon. That's correct. And I got a part on this, and it was, you know, decent. It was okay. And uh, what's her name? Uh Renee Taylor. Yeah. Renee Taylor was in it. I yeah. work with her on The Nanny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would say only in this business could someone call someone else a character. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Gilbert Godfrey, he's a character. Well, yeah. look at yeah. you, Fred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah, if I'm in the post, in the, in the print store, I'd be the weird guy. So but. listen to this pathetic sure. and desperate story. So I get this part, and I have to leave Charlie. Already, it's not good, because he and I are joined at the hip, and we do everything together, and it's not good. And when he was on Silk Stockings, I was not on every episode. I played his wife on that show, but millions of times he was, he was on, there, and I would affairs. just go just to sit with and be with him Aww. and make sure he wasn't fooling around. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Stop it. Get, get out of here. Uh, okay, James Spader. Okay, so... Because I, I set up the story. I was telling you about when I was cut from a movie and went to the casting, screw, casting uh, crew screening with a date, and no one told me I was replaced. Oh. No one, and, and I've had that on oh, Raymond honey, where I told my friends to watch it, oh and I didn't know why I was cut the whole episode. Oh so you had a crazy being cut story. Oh, baby. Oh, God. Oy. Okay, so here I am. I'm in St. Louis songs charlie and i'm waiting for my part to come up and we're all sitting around waiting and by the way just you know just a you know a, a, susan sarandon is a lovely woman fabulous wonderful and you know i was beginning to feel like this is nice and jason alexander was in it couldn't have been sweeter and now my part comes up yep and i get up and the director goes what are you doing here? And I said, no, well, but this is where my cue, and he said, didn't you talk to your agent? And I got, no. He said, you've been cut. And you're on the set in St. Louis. Yeah. And Renee Taylor, who's great, I wouldn't put up with that. I wouldn't put up with that shit. How dare they do that to you? What do they think you are? So I thankfully went over to James Spader, who my Tony Howard is his agent, and she's my niece. And he said, come in my room, and we'll, dressing room, and we'll call uh, Tony and see what she says. And Tony said, I can't believe your agent didn't tell you this, Mitzi. That's a terrible story. I feel really bad for you. There's nothing to I say. I can picture James Spader doing it. He <laughs> couldn't yeah. have been kinder. So, he was so nice. charming and kind, and Two years ago, he was in New York in a show called Red. Yeah. I think that was the name of no, it. No, not Red. Uh, well, no. we I, went, I, we went back to see him. Yeah. Why did, did he remember the story? Why did your agent tell you, when you what happened when you called your agent? Well, after? as it turned out, honey, uh, he was having problems. He was like <sighs> dipsy, and yeah. Mm. And he was clinically not a well man, which I did not know. So you have to have compassion. Right. Your agent or the director? The agent, no, okay. not the director. But you have to have compassion for someone like that. It's not about me yeah. being in a scene with Jimmy Spader and blah, blah, blah. It's about this poor director being frightened. Agent, agent. Agent, I'm yeah. sorry. I need help, are you praying for me now or what? 
you're just listening to me and you don't feel sorry for me at all. Any So that's what happened at this age. Yeah. And it's a hideous story, isn't it hideous? Beyond yeah, and no, we were talking on the phone war stories of, you know, being fired or you know, you know, just not being Absolutely. told you you know, your place on friends when I was on it the second time um the neuroses, now they have the internet, obviously, and you get the emails or the scripts, but you do these harrowing run-throughs. Yes. And then, if you're the guest, I would wait till 2 in the morning because the, they would do rewrites, and then they would leave the scripts at your door. So yes, I couldn't yes. sleep, so I would just keep waking up and opening the door yes, yes. You know, to see, did I make the final cut? Yes. So sometimes I'd open and go, all right, all right, I lost those lines, but I'm still in it. Okay, oh, all right. God, you remember Fred. all that anxiety? Sure. Oh, my sure. God, Fred. Yeah, so so again, now you wait late at night. They they email you the PDF. So I remember I was What's on PDF stand for some downloadable doc- file, portable downloadable file. Probably yeah. So I remember I when I did Friends, I had confidence because I I thought I did it was my second time and I thought I yeah. but I actually though one Friends table read I was written out but it, but I wasn't replaced. They just the scene wasn't working. Uh huh. They, they did that to me on Broadway. They wrote me out of a Broadway show. But they didn't replace you. No, they did not. And then when they fired me or they let me go, they said, we want you to know. It's not you. you. Are n- no, you are not being replaced. That's what they tell we you. We have taken the characters out. The character just didn't work because of the, you. No. Yeah, um, yeah there were no. two characters. The, the Potter sisters, they were in, in Little Me wow. with Sid Caesar. Wow. I sublet, Charlie Burrow and I sublet our apartment I was going to Broadway. One yeah. matinee, Neil Simon came into the dressing room and said to me and the girl who played my sister, Claiborne Carey, I don't want you to think that you have been replaced. You have not, but we've written your characters yeah, out. And by the way, we've been rehearsing. We haven't told you, but we've been rehearsing. You don't even have to do tonight's show. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Oh, the heartbreak. Can you top that, baby doll? No, 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 no. This was not. Hideous, this isn't was, it? This was not such a bad story. Where I, I was looking through the thing two in the morning. Yeah. And go. All right, let me just let me just see my name, my character's part, and get and reassured I'm still in it, and go back to sleep. Then I didn't see it. The guy's name Fred, and I, I go. Did I get? Oh my God! Oh whatever. What did you do? But then I then I looked carefully. I saw they changed my name from Fred to Stu. Oh, thank God! So I was God. looking for the name Fred. Thank God! For some reason, my character was oh. Stu, so I I dodged the bullet. Oh, thank God! So in summing up or whatever, it's funny because you guys. Well, my book got rejected a lot, and some of them said, we like it, we wish there was more sex or this. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Some said, we want some more famous, that's the idea of the book. And one said, we like it, we wish there was a happier ending. <laughs> but you've had but... the happy ending <laughs> with the uh, with the silk stockings, yeah. and your whole life you've had a great life, you have the house and everything. So have you always had a great perspective, or did you used to compare no, yourself? please, I'm the most neurotic, insane. But and you're tr- sweet. Well, yeah. No, yeah. is she sweet? She's a nutcase. <laughs> yeah. So, is one of you the less neurotic one? You're less neurotic. Yes. Who? Which one? Me. Yeah. Oh, Mitzi, please, please, you're you're a, you're you're a case. Wait a minute. You're certifiable. No, just a minute, Charlie. You are the sickest human being I know. I love you, but you are the most. Well, uh, excuse me. Are you not biting your nails now? I I don't want to you know say. 
You did say. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. It's okay. It's okay. The woman is a very sick woman. Yeah. So you, he is so sick, so you this at man. peace. You're at peace though with your career and your success and all that. And a daughter that has tattoos all over. Get her. out of and here. And purple no, hair. You get out. Uh, you get out. And I'm not she? a grandma. Hello, forty six. <laughs> what are her tattoos of? Beautiful. Pebble. No, they're gorgeous. Flowers. Flowers. Beautiful. <laughs> and she's a yoga teacher, and she is a fabulous yoga teacher. And I'm not kidding, okay? And this is not just a, a mother talking. There, 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 there's this comedian. They, they adopted a kid from China. Yeah. You know, the daughters, right? Yeah. How you get daughters? Yeah. So my friend does an impression of the Jewish mother, like uh -huh. when the kid's older, like when she has tattoos. God damn it, I rescued you from China. Oh, they were going to kill you. God that's damn funny. it, you that's listen funny. to me. You would have been killed in China. Oh, my God, that's so <laughs> you funny. Know, that's so funny. all these things. Oh, honey, I... I Every day I, I, I do this, but we're very close. I know it's crazy, but we're close. And I go, how could you have done this? And also, by the way, you were cesarean section. I have so my a, body's ruined. I can't, I can't say anything <clears throat> because so you're close with your daughter. 50 years ago, I had a tattoo. I got a tattoo. 50, and it's true, I swear to God. 50 years ago, I went and got a tattoo on my thigh that said Mitzi. Now it says, I can't picture your daughter. It sounds so non-Jewish. Tattoos and yoga instructor. Yeah, and, and, I know. And, and purple hair. That sounds so not Mitzi McCall and Charlie Brillish. Yeah. Well, it is. Was she rebelling against you? Going, I don't want to be a no, Jewish No, you kinda... know what? She's artistic. She's, a, uh, she's her own person. She's a, yeah. And, I mean, there's a section of my family that is snooty patootie, wealthy, Famous, I let's not drop names, but I mean they're very Tony well, Howard. Well, let's not. Don't oh, ever mention her name. I again. won't. I won't pretend that I never said that. Let me ask but you something. I mean, parts. Someone told me to stop watching Gunsmoke, and I watch, and it's a million years ago. But casting Lynn Stalmaster, Stalmaster, right, and Howard. Tony Howard. Yeah, but 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 I thought that that person's still alive. That would be really old. No, that's when she started wow. casting. Yeah. She's still doing it, and she did Gunsmoke. No, no, she owns a an agency. Oh, she's one of the owners of CNA. No, ICM. I see. No, I see. I see. She's one of the owners. God, any questions, Amber? What are you guys doing now? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm retired. Nice. Well, and he said he said I I'm done. He I got, got everything. Eight I years needed. of his thing. I'd be like that too. I go to my meetings. I hang out with my guys. I smoke cigars. Which I'm going to come and buy you the best cigar. You don't need to. You, no, don't, you don't have to. I, no, I, I want to go there. Just come and sit with us I'm and have gonna, a cigar. You, me, Angela. and Angelo. Yeah. We'll, we'll have laughs. Yeah. That's I, Every day I go for the laugh. I have laughs I try. with my friends. I try, yeah. yeah. That he is does. so sweet. That's because great. Because there's a table at Farmer's Market that has uh -huh. Ronnie Shell, yeah. uh -huh. all these character actors, and, and they're trying to show I still got it. And I yeah. hope, and some of them are still bitter. Why didn't that bastard That's use right. me? I, I don't want to be that when I'm I older. Don't, I don't want to no. be that. I, yeah. I don't want to be That's that. That's why I don't belong to anything. No. You know what? First of all, that table, how funny could it be? They're all Gentile comics. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, no. It's... Listen, I... Uh, I don't want to be bitter, and I don't want to be uh, angry. Yeah. That's bitter. It's the same thing. I'm saying the same thing. I want to appreciate everything. And do you? That was, yes. 
Well, it's amazing me, you're helping me out me. because when I sometimes I'm I go oh I'm this age always alone you know only have an apartment I'm just walking around aimlessly but but when I sit back and you inspire me that I've had great adventures just you great, have a good body of, of work you know not just the body of work but just as I get older I have this my mantra is hospitality creativity and experience if I could have that you know and and just to have an ex experiences even if it's not you know a big list of thing credit so as I get older I appreciate it and your stories are amazing well, that's it and I just mean, to have everything just be part that, of this stuff that, and, I, and I'm a big believer in something bigger than yeah. all of us okay that's bigger, that's my bigger than an IMBD ranking well, no, yeah. no, no, let's not get crazy. or Twitter so followers or uh, yeah. an no, age. No, 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 no. but but I mean you know I thank God for my program yeah. Thank God for my program. So it's and, Al Eleanor, I'm sorry. Oh my when I came God. to LA I tried this thing's emotions anonymous. Yeah. It's a, and my, my uh sister Celestian some someone uh, said you you should go to the program and I go, I don't drink, but you have all the traits and yes. uh, so Me too. uh yeah. This is this is a, a, a funny story. This woman once uh we'll wrap up. Um but uh there's there's no rules here, but you know, we're just uh I met this woman yeah. and it was crazy at a yard sale and she lived on my block and then I had air conditioning and when I used to live on Hayworth Avenue in West Hollywood only in the living room you know so it was a heat wave she goes could I come over and uh use your air condition with you I went yeah yeah so so we're in a futon and 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 she we, I go I gotta go back to sleep we're lying there and she kind of rubbed against me and I I guess I took my pants off she goes god damn you and and she stormed out and and because I made a pass but then but then she calls me up. She goes, you bastard. I'm on the step where you, I'm on my resentment list. And I resent you because you made a pass at me. I went, oh, okay, okay. You know, so then she calls me up. She goes, I want you to come to my place, but I'm not going to yell. I, it's part of the program. I went, well, all right. So then she oh, lit candles. She goes, now I'm on the step where you make amends. She goes, I want to make amends. I shouldn't have told nice. you you were on my resentment list. Uh -huh. So it seems like uh, oh, God. some people. Yeah. You know what? But here's the deal. Now, who would have ever thought when I found out or when it presented itself that my wonderful husband was an alcoholic? <clears throat> if he hadn't have been that, I would have never gone to Al-Anon. And what you a love it. And I, it it's has changed my life. Aww. Were you enabling for a while? Totally. Totally enabling. Not anonymous. Anonymous, Mitzi. Anonymous. Well. No, but this is a, a wonderful thing. So any of you that think, oh, my God, my life is over, it's not. And it may just be beginning. Oh. And bless us all. Bless us oh, all. No, I know I, that sounds so phony. You know something? I think, I'm, I think I'm atheist, but it's okay to say, oh, God bless you. And, you know, it's it a is. blessing. It doesn't, you know, I know some people like a pendulette got mad. Don't say the word you know we're blessed it doesn't mean doesn't have to mean that it just means hey we appreciate we yeah. appreciate yeah. yes yeah. Yeah. thank you wow we were ending thank on such a down note any other questions that's not remember? down oh contraire no, that's up that's, that's as high yeah. as i just want to say be. you guys make me feel comfortable good say i love you i don't say that word easily but even though you thank know you're you. just so aren't they great yeah you guys are awesome yeah thank you. you guys yeah. are Inspiring your whole your whole oh, story. Oh my goodness! You're still together. You're you're happy. Yeah, You've we like are. evolved. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's all good. And you yeah. seem like you were never bitter. No. Seriously, no. No, never. So what was your secret to that? Or um, just, just... I, because I've been in this since I was seven years old, I always left my auditions home. Not home, at the office. That I is never so brought healthy. them home. I never sat and said, why didn't I get that part? That, the phone's not So he's not, not neurotic. How is he neurotic? That's the healthiest thing. Oh, please. All right. You seem to like accept what it is and then yeah. move on. Yeah. Like pure you know, I'll, I'll tell All right, one last quick thing when you said that. I've gotten better. I used to like, you know, these are called aside. So you audition. I'd look yes, at it and yes. beat myself up. Oh, why did I do that line? That, That's that. me. So, so That's then me. what I learned to do was to rip it up yes. and not look at it. Yes. But then I ripped it up, but then I had another copy ready. Exactly. So then I picked it up again. When exactly. I used to read That's sides. That's like when you turn it over when, and then I, you take back the ring. When I used to read sides in an office for people, on the way out, I ripped them up and left them in the waste paper basket. That's what you have Never to do. Never took them home. I made the mistake. I used to like look at them, but now you rip it up. No. You yeah. got, and again, so. Look uh, at you, and by the way, no sad songs for you. Mr. Stoller, None. you are a famous person. I don't think I'm famous. Yeah, you are. I, don't, I always go, I haven't. They go, you're on every show. Not lately, not lately. But look, all I this this thing, again, no money for this. So This is called the uh, All Things Comedy Network. And Bill Burr and Al Mar Madrigal, great guys. They so support expressing yourselves that they're with their money. And that's why you got to help the merch the studio paying these engineers because they just believe in it. That's, That's great. great. And God so if I start them. making money from this podcast, I don't know how that would happen. I'd give it right back. Uh -huh. So basically, the thing's most fulfilling. I have that book. Not, I haven't made a penny. It was just a weird thing. But maybe I will. I just love It's my baby uh, doing events. Yes. And my Kindle single. So you just learn the things that have given me the most pleasure are the least money but the most creative. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and did you ever see Fred and Vinny with Angelo? <laughs> Angelo showed it to us. It's yes. great. Yes, that's great. We just did this labor love movie. Yeah. So you guys are awesome, and uh, I just uh, wow, this is so exciting. Again, I leave here feeling so good when I have something like this. So good. so when you so it's not about success. It's about I always wanted a hobby. I don't smoke cigars, so this will be it. Okay. But I can't compare them. They're not all going to be this good. You're a doll. Oh, you are the best. Doll. You tried setting me up with your daughter maybe many years ago. Well, you said, I have a daughter. When you go, yeah, I'm not interested. And you waved your hand in disgust. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. Bobcat Goldthwaite asked me if uh, he could have my daughter's number. And I said to him, put my eyes out. <laughs> he married a woman that has tattoos all over her arms. Yes, not, I, not I, did, I did that movie. She got rid of her uh, tattoos? No, no she got, got rid, rid of him. Oh, Bobcat's wife Bobcat separated? Bobcat called me up and he said, because uh, that's the last night." Nice well, now he wants your daughter's number because he needs more tattoos. No, tell me, I'm sorry. Uh, he said, how would you like to come to Seattle and do a movie with... Uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. And I said, okay, let, let me just think about it for a second. Would I rather be home driving my husband up a wall? Why didn't I get this? Why didn't I get that? What? How are they saying I'm too old? Why I had this is... Uh, or would I rather go to Seattle and work with one of my idols? Wow. Uh, I'll take the idol. Yeah. And to work with Robin Williams was maybe one of the highlights of my life. Wow, I should ask that question. Well, that's, I never worked with him. I used to I used to see him, do, when he did stand up, he was filming Moscow and the Hudson 
mm. in New York with the late Paul Mazursky, and then he'd come do yes. sets at the uh, Catch Rising Star. Oh, yeah, you were there? Yeah, and he would come, Belzer, and they would, I'd oh. go, you're in a movie, why don't you get, get go to sleep? you got to wake up early, but he just, I didn't have that love for stand-up, where I have to do it all night long if I'm working on a movie. Oh, wow. We're all different. Yeah. God, you. Right. So this, again, this is good to not to have great stories, but to feel and good. how much do I love Bobcat? There's no discussion. Aww. He's the sweetest man, isn't he, Do you Jar? know Bobcat? Have you met him? Are you mm -mm. kidding? I've never oh, met you him. haven't met him? <gasps> He'd love you. Aww. Yeah. Nah. And he's single. Mm. Mm. Very nice. Mm. Well, you got to mm. get some Too young, tattoos. though. You're a little young, maybe. Mm. I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, I'm old. I am really old. It's funny. I'm old, and I'll describe someone as an old guy, and he's younger than me. Yeah. That old guy. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It's, it's all good, <clears throat> as they say. This, I can't thank you enough, and thank you. I will be going to the cigar store, and uh, I kept you so long, but thank you so much. Thank Charlie you. Brill, Mitzi McCall, Amber Tozen. Tozer. Tozer. <laughs> Tozer, wow. nice. Tozer, important. <laughs> thank yes. you so much. Thank you, thank everybody. You. Thank oh, you. Oh, you guys. That was just.